Welcome into the latest edition of the University of Denver Pioneer Coaches Show on 104.3 The Fan HD3, presented by Johnson Financial Group from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios. Uh, we are excited to be back for another week as we hit the middle of October, and we're coming up on the end of the regular season in some sports at DU. My name is Tyler Mon. Pleased to be joined here uh, this middle of October episode by Pioneer's Head women's soccer coach Julianne Sitch. Uh, Sitch, it's good to see you. It's been uh, a wild few weeks since we talked last. I mean, it was prior to the the real meat of the season when we got to have our last conversation. Now you're almost at the end of the regular season. What's the last couple months been like uh, since we spoke about six weeks ago? Hey Tyler, uh, yeah, it's been it's been wild. We were actually just sitting in here in the office today with the staff, just thinking about how crazy it was of how fast we got here and how quickly we needed to start with everything. And now we have three regular season games left. Like it's just unbelievable how fast the time is gone and the season's just flown by. It, when you get to this time of year, especially, um, I would imagine that it feels maybe more than any other time of the year outside of like week one, it kind of feels like drinking out of a fire hose because there's so much that still needs to be sorted out before you get to the end of the regular season, you get to the conference tournament, a couple of host semifinal sites, um, which you guys are of course in the mix for, but, um, I just want to talk about what the, the summit league schedule has been like for you guys. The last uh, few weeks, you've had some, some interesting matches. Um, the, the record obviously looks really good right now. You're eight, one and five overall four Oh and one in conference. Um, what have you liked most about your team, especially as conference play has gone on really since the end of September? Yeah, I think, I think we really took advantage of the non-conference time to really continue to grow. I mean, again, we're coming in and trying to implement a style of play, um, a different formation and stuff. So I am really proud with how the team just took advantage of the non-conference schedule to continue to grow, to develop. They've been extremely coachable. So really just hammering out things. So, you know, we're hope we're ready to come into conference play and stuff. And then again, just being able to continue to grow and get better every single game and continue to add new and different layers to the game. So I think that that part's been really good. And I, again, I think just really taking advantage of that non-conference time to grow and develop. And, you know, conference is hard. I mean, you look at, at it across the board, the points are close, the games are close, you know, and you're fighting in every single game to get into that playoff spot for conference. So it's been really, it's been good. It's been exciting to watch the team grow and, you know, go through, um, yeah, you know, just <laughs> the season grind, I guess you could say of it all. We uh, talked, you know, a couple months ago and uh, touching on what this conference looked like from the outside uh, and then getting into this position, leading this program now. Uh, now you're five matches in against Summit League opponents. And obviously you had some great uh, non-conference exposure, the preseason exposure. You played LSU, uh, you played Colorado State, all your connections to that staff. You played CU, you played Oregon, Colgate. Um, now getting into Summit League play, what has impressed you most about, like you said, the the way that the conference is tight, uh, there's really good teams across the board. Um, what have been sort of your initial impressions of Summit League play this first tour through this fall? Yeah, again, I think it's just like the closeness, right? Like everyone is good. Everyone is competing. Everyone wants to get into that spot, you know? So it's been, you show up, it's it's going to be good games and battling through that. And so I think that's been really cool to just see across the board again, like the numbers and the tightness of the points and the goals allowed or the goals for and stuff. So I think it's just been great to, to kind of get back, to get into that and to, you know, start to be familiar with all the teams in the league. 
this uh, last week uh, came with some some wild ones for you. You get two wins, back to back, two goal wins. But I want to talk about that first one against South Dakota State, especially uh, at home, almost a week ago, October fifth. Uh, in that game, I mean, I would imagine you experience about all the emotions that a coach can experience. You trail about ten minutes in, you tie things, you take the lead. South Dakota State comes back. It's less than ten minutes remaining in that match, and then you get two goals to finish it, and you get a little bit of breathing room. But it probably just feels like the blink of an eye once you took the lead, and then all of a sudden that match is over. With a roller coaster like that, what is that like from the sidelines for you, especially knowing what was at stake conference standings wise with that? Yeah, you know, you know, for us, like being down, that's a, you know we've been there before this season, you know, and of course, no one wants to be down. You always want to be up. You want to be losing, but like I think for us to be down and know that we have the confidence going back out there to we've been in this spot before and we can come back. We've come back many times. And I think our UW Milwaukee game showed that, right. We were, we were down, we came back and tied, then we were up, then we were down, then we came back and we tied, you know, so it's like, that's familiar to us. We've been there before. So the belief that we had heading into the locker room, knowing that like, Hey, we have this and let's get after them in the first five minutes. Let's go find a goal and put them on their heels, you know? And so, you know, and the unfortunate with our senior captain, Hannah, unfortunately not being able to finish the game again, it was just the adversity that the team had to go through. And I mean, the unbelievable character that they pulled together and came with fight and you could just see it. You could feel it. You could sense it. Like everyone just had a completely different belief of, Hey, this let's go. This is who we're going to be and transition into that and just the way that the team came together and showed our true character throughout that game and that's something you know that we're really proud of and I I believe that the team is very proud of and finding that belief within it all and you know we talk a lot about five minute rule or the last 10 minute like those are big moments in the game and so for us to go out there and score in the last 10 minutes and then within five minutes again go score again and you know we scored in the last five minutes of the half the first five minutes of the second half and then to score in the last 10 and score two goals within five minutes again it just um you know that's a huge mindset thing that we talk about so just really extremely proud and again i of course you don't want to be down However, I think this is just great. So we we know how to battle through those types of games and we have that belief that we know we can do it. You're riding now a, a five game unbeaten streak headed into the second game of these uh, th- or heading into the third game of these three straight at home. Uh, the second one is a win over South Dakota. You get to do that on senior day. Um, let's let's talk about the game first. And let's talk about some of the, the veterans and what they've meant to your program as you've started to get things established um, to get that first win over South Dakota State. Do it in the fashion in which you did it. How much momentum does that build when you know you're at home for a little bit? You've got three games in a week on your own home grass uh, and to to carry something that was as wild and turned into such a good accomplishment as you had against South Dakota State. How does that propel you then three days later against South Dakota coming off of such a good win? Yeah, you know, it absolutely does. Just the 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 confidence, that belief, the spirits, you know, like it just it it brings things together and having that morale together and you know, to be able to come together on senior day and be able to play again at home. And and you know, it's about the seniors, it's about honoring the seniors and how we play for them and everything that they've 
you know, done for the program in the four years and everything that they're doing for this team this season, you know, and so it's just a, another way to come out on that home field and honor that, you know, we still have the one more home game to, again, like this is our home turf and to defend that. So, and, you know, the seniors, you know, unfortunately I've only been with them for the short little time of, of the season. However, they've been phenomenal. They've been great leaders. They've been extremely encouraging. They drive this group. They encourage this group. They uplift this group. They hold this group accountable. Like it's just, and to see the love and support from the rest of the team on senior day and what the senior group really means to this team and to the program and what they've given and what they continue to give it, you know, is inspiring to see. It, it was really um, a special moment because again, my, myself and my staff, we've only been with this group for three months and to just see the impact that, they've made on my life in three months to see the impact that they've made on the team, you know, across the four years um, is just incredible. And I think it's, again, it's just something really cool to come forward and to honor for, for them on that day. So it was great. You, you talk about it uh, a little bit there, but to expound on that thought of being a new head coach, um, one of the most fascinating new head coach with this program, one of the most fascinating things to me about uh, a coaching change in college athletics is that bond that you form with your first senior class, because you're not going to be together for that long, but it's such a crucial relationship um, from when you got here over the summer, the, the team trip to the mountains, you know, learning about things uh, in preseason and going into this season. How did that senior group help you uh, to sort of establish what you wanted this program to feel like in year number one? Um, and what is that going to leave you with, you know, as you continue growing with this program, knowing that you had a group of seniors who were so good, they were so bought in and you've still got so much more uh, to accomplish this season? Yeah, I think just, I feel like really just leaning on them and a lot of things about the the group and where they've been and how they've been and to continue to move forward with that and continue to, you know, honor some of the things that they've been doing within the program, you know, and it's, um it's hard when you're a new staff and, you know, they're going through a coaching change. It's not, it's not always easy, right? Like just in terms of, it's just different. Right. And, you know, so I think for myself, just really feel fortunate that we've been able to create relationships and that they've been, I've been able to lean on them and need their help. Like I need their help in this, you know, and, and just the way that they come out every single day as well and putting their best foot forward for the program. And, you know, they have a lot of love and care and respect and admiration for this program. And you can see that. And so leaning into that as well, like what this program means to them and, you know, taking, taking that, in within our own like coaching styles and stuff with that. So I think that I've, I've leaned on them a lot, probably way more than they think that they, that I have, you know, but learning and watching them, right. Watching them lead this group and to lead a program that means so much to them and to be able to be, I've been inspired by them. I've been inspired by that to watch that. So I've definitely leaned on them more than they probably think, know that I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's never a bad thing with that when, uh, especially when you have a group that you can feel confident in relying on that way. And we're going to talk a little bit more about senior day and about what's ahead for the pioneers. When we return, it's university of Denver pioneers coaches show presented by Johnson financial group from the front range, Toyota store studios, talking pioneer women's soccer with DU head coach, Julian Sitch back in a minute on one Oh four, three, the fan HD three. Is that the sound of an ooey gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P I Z Z A <laughs> obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. 
Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah. Ian Smith looking for Ofenrin, connects with Ofenrin, and Ofenrin connects with the back of the net. Omaha visits DU Men's Soccer for a midweek showdown in the Mile High City. Game time is at 7 p.m. DU Soccer tickets start at only $15 and group discounts are available. The University of Denver, Denver's home of college sports. Let's go DU Soccer. Now Rizzo in the slot, fires! Ready for some DU hockey? The Pios hit the home ice Friday, October 27th and Saturday, October 28th for DU Homecoming 2023. Get your tickets early to all the homecoming festivities. Visit DenverPioneers.com. Drops it, shot, divine, score! DU is Denver's home of college sports. It's championship hockey time. Continuing along on 104.3, the Fan HD3. It's the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show presented by Johnson Financial Group from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios. Talking with Pioneers head women's soccer coach Julianne Sitch as the final few uh, weeks of the regular season have arrived now. Pioneers will be home against Kansas City on Thursday, October 12th. And then a two-game swing uh, through North Dakota at North Dakota State on October 19th and at North Dakota on October 22nd. Um, Sitch, just going back to, to senior day on Sunday before we preview what's coming up. Uh, against Kansas City you get a 3-1 win I know in talking with a lot of coaches across um, various sports senior day is always a challenge because there's so much emotion and for players who especially through this COVID stretch seniors grad students players who have been around for a little while um, who are going to have to say goodbye to this game uh, before too long at least in the collegiate context how do you manage that the emotions of senior day and especially to see the way your team came out and really asserted themselves uh, and got a, a 3-1 win against a conference opponent, uh, you know, a matchup in which you get the first two relatively early. You're up 2-0 after about the first 20 minutes or so. Um, what did that early emotion feel like on senior day against the the Coyotes? Yeah, you know, I think um, how you manage those emotions, like, I don't know, it's going to be different every year, you know, so I <laughs> think, it's, uh, yeah, I think that's still like a learning um, and growing thing. However, you talk about leaning on those seniors and giving things like I have always experienced in my coaching where you celebrate and honor the seniors before the game and you do your ceremony and stuff like that. And, you know, this group, we kind of talked to them about senior day and what that looks like. And they, you know, were like, oh, we do it after the game. And, and I'm like, that is a genius and idea. Why did I never think of that? Because it is a lot of emotions. And so, you know, taking that and honoring them after the game, I think gave them a opportunity to feel a lot of those emotions and feel that. And I saw that from the outside as a coach looking at and be like, I will never do this before the game ever again, because I think too, it really created a space space for them to like be on the field with their families and take photos and to have that moment that they should have. And again, like I've, I've never experienced that because I've always done it before. Um, so, you know, for myself, I think that's a great thing that I will definitely take forward, you know, moving forward in my career is to celebrate and honor that after the game. Um, and just, yeah, I think you, um, you just really try to show up and play for the seniors and honoring them in that way of, you know, everything, giving everything back and everything that we leave on the field is for them. 
I want to talk about uh, specifically one of your veterans. You you sweep the Summit League Weekly Awards. Um, Caitlin Glover, the offensive uh, peak performer of the week in the Summit League. Uh, and being a, a grad student, being somebody who is relied on uh, as one of the members of that veteran core, what has she meant to this program uh, this year? And for you, you know, having one of those people that you know you can trust who is in a veteran leadership spot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think really she has been phenomenal for this group, you know, and she really loves and cares about each and every one of these players and the program and wants the program to be successful and, you know, wants to do well. And I think that Caitlin has shown a lot of her leadership qualities and what she can bring to this team, like on the field as well, like just having a voice, being a leader, being a presence on the field. And I think that stepped up in big games. It's it's stepped, stepped up in big moments, but also like she's also stepped up as a leader off the field as well, you know, and has continued to grow this year as a player and a person and a leader and a mentor. And I think that is really cool to see, to just watch her continue to evolve in that way. And she's had some big moments and big games, you know, this weekend, I think she had what two assists and a goal, you know, just um, she's finding different layers to the, her game and she's continuing to stretch herself and continue to get better. And that I think is really great to see as well, like throughout the whole season, just watching her evolve as that player and person. You uh, on Thursday, you play the only match uh, of this second to last week of the regular season. Um, you will get a, a look at Kansas City. Uh, the Ruse come in; they're two four seven overall, but they're one one and two in the Summit League. Um, what stands out about Kansas City, and to be able to finish on the right note, what do you want to see your team go out and do on Thursday? Yeah, I will. One, I think that, you know, it's going to be a tough game. I think they're relentless. I think they've done really well and they're, you know, like they're battling their fight. It's going to be a tough game for us, you know, and they like to keep the ball on the ground. They like to play soccer. So, you know, it's going to be good um, matchup. It's going to be fun and exciting. And, you know, for our team, I want us to just come continue to come out the way that we've been coming out, come out strong, come out hard, you know, and leaving everything out on that field and continuing to get better. Uh, you know, as every game that we talk about, just continue to grow with that. And, you know, I just want us to be able to come out and compete, come out and compete, bring, play the game that we know that we can continue to bring that uh, attacking threat and continue to have that shot out and defensive mindset. When you are at this stage of a season and you know, you've got three matchups left, um, you get Kansas city on Thursday. And then, like I said, NDSU and North Dakota, uh, you control your own destiny in the summit league right now. And it's such a unique setup postseason play-wise, but you are right now playing for one of those two semifinal host spots. So even though this is your final regular season home game, might not be your final home game of the year, um, to know that your team, obviously, you know, they've been in this position before. Um, you as a, a first-year head coach, now you get a chance to run through this with them. How exciting is it that there is that opportunity that you could still get another matchup at home? It comes with postseason uh, energy to it as well. Like, even though you're saying goodbye uh, to your home ground this week in a regular season context, there's still so much out there and you are in control of that. You don't need anybody else's help in order to ensure that that does come around. Right. And, you know, we just have to show up and do our job and do the things that we're good at. And, you know, um, hopefully we're on our home field again to play. So, you know, it's, we still got to show up and take care of business. And, you know, I don't, we don't kind of speak about that a lot in terms of that. Like, I think, you know, um, not putting that pressure, I think is just showing up and doing what we do. And hopefully it results to us being on our home field.
You mentioned uh, a little bit ago, you know, just watching your team get better from week to week. When you look back on, you know, July, uh, like I mentioned, the the trip to the mountains, the preseason stuff, the exhibition against LSU or Texas Tech, what what do you feel like you have enjoyed watching your team grow and improve most with over your first season here? And it doesn't even have to be something tactically on the field, whatever. What have you liked most about their growth as a unit and as a, as a group of young adults who are kind of taking this next step into, into their development as people. Yeah. I think just really like growing as a team, like through all of this. And I think that's, what's been really cool and unique to see. And I think just watching them continue to grow and develop off the field as much as on the field, like you can see that the off the field relationships are translating to the on the field relationships and stuff as well. And I think just overall with that, just kind of watching that, part of the culture and stuff develop. From the standpoint of uh, being on campus with students, with classes, with everything, how has this last few weeks been for you? To, I mean, it's such a fun time of year over there. Everybody's getting started now. Fall sports, obviously, fully into and deep into the seasons. Winter sports are uh, either getting started this week, next week, the next few weeks. Um, what's that been like for you in the in the offices and being around campus for the first time as the head coach of this program with everybody uh, back on campus together? Yeah, I think it's been really great. You know, we have really good office mates with women's lacrosse and women's volleyball and stuff. So just to be able to be around that. And of course, Nico is hanging out with us and Brittany. And so I think just overall, like having the like office atmosphere, we're back where people are like everyone's back in and it's not just potentially us in volleyball because we start so er you know early in the fall or late summer. So I think just overall, like getting to know everyone around and have good like office banter back and forth and watching other sports, you know, it's like kind of cool. My office is by the lacrosse field. So it's really cool. Like in the afternoon, cause the women's lacrosse trains around the same time we do. So we don't get to always see that, but to kind of peek in on the field and like watch other teams train and just like, Oh, this is how they're warming up or this is what they do. And I don't know a lot about lacrosse. So I don't know, maybe peeking through the window here, I'll learn a thing or two about some of their rules that they have, but yeah, I just think overall, like just the general vibe of campus and, you know, it's always cool to have students in and around on campus and, you know, creating that environment. That is super cool. It's such a fun time of year. And uh, the Pioneers, of course, are home coming up on Thursday evening, seven o'clock start time, University of Denver Soccer Stadium. Uh, swing on by and uh, and get around the piles before the regular season finale coming up on October 22nd at North Dakota. They'll have one game sandwiched in between those two at North Dakota State uh, on Thursday, the 19th. But again, uh, Thursday evening against Kansas City uh, at home at DU. Uh, get out and support this team because there's a lot still to be decided in 2023 three and so much ahead uh julianne sitch the head coach of pioneers women's soccer thanks so much for the time as always sitch and uh we'll see you down there on campus soon awesome thank you tyler for having me have a good one you too wrapping up this week's episode of the pioneer coaches show presented by johnson financial group from the front range toyota store studios we'll talk to you next time on 104.3 the fan hd3 is that the sound of an ooey gooey cheesy crunchy slice of p-i-z-z-a <laughs> obviously but as good as that sounds we think it can get even better Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like.